Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the 27th episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about BTS's Dynamite music video, remixes, lip sync party, and more. We'll also be interviewing the amazing Liam McEwen. So let's get it. Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. It's time to announce the winners for the Map of the Soul 7 posters. Yay! Yay! <laughs> the first winner is, drumroll please, Roseanne. <laughs> Erica Chang. Congratulations. Yay! And our second winner is, drumroll please, Roseanne. My tongue won't roll anymore <laughs> it's all good girl john v dot janky i am so sorry if i mispronounced i'm pretty sure i chopped that up so bad but it's john v dot john key yeah okay congratulations Congratulations, Erica and John V. Thank you to everyone who participated in this giveaway. We really appreciate it. Please email us at interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com to claim your prize. Email us with the subject line saying, MOT7 poster winner. Yay! And so now let's announce the winner for the Map of the Soul Special Edition Lightstick. So now it's, it's Jose's turn to do the drum roll. So, you know, the winner is... Yeah, your drum rolls are good. <laughs> Thank you. Kaylee Holligan. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Kaylee. Please email us at interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com to claim your prize. Email us with the subject line saying Mot 7 Lightstick Winner. For this week's ARMY term, Monique will be explaining what Golden Maknae means. This week's ARMY term is Golden Maknae. This beloved title is the nickname for Jungkook, who is the Maknae or the youngest member of BTS. ARM affectionately gave JK this nickname because he literally excels at everything he does, be it singing, dancing, or sports, 
Whatever he touches, you can be sure it will turn to pure gold. Since then, armies have taken the name and ran with it, even going so far as to creating a fan chant that is shouted during the first half of the song Euphoria, which, I may add, is a classic. But I hey, army. Thank you, Monique, for explaining what Golden Magne means. We can't wait to hear the other ARMY terms our premium members will explain next. So, Jose, this was literally comeback week. How have you been doing? Girl, I've been doing great as far as content goes. I'm really happy and stuff, but as far as uh, sleep, (laughs) what? Uh, I've been lacking in that department. Um, also in the food department, oh. I've forgotten to eat sometimes. I've only eaten like once in a day. Y'all be, you leave Y'all. the chickens hanging. Why, Jose? <laughs> I know, right? My chicken's missing me. But no, for real, like, I, I don't recommend that army. Please eat. Please sleep, take breaks if you're, you know, streaming. I know a lot of you are doing that as well. So just make sure to mm-hmm. take care of your health. Uh, don't follow my example. It's just me being dumb and forgetting to do that. <laughs> but um, other than BTS, we're good. You know, our family has been good. My boyfriend's been good. My boyfriend's out of town, so I haven't seen him in a while. And he's going to have to quarantine. So I won't see him for like two more weeks because... He had to go somewhere with his family. And so, you know, once they come back, it's always recommended that they quarantine for at least 14 days. So I'm going to miss him. But, you know, we'll keep in contact. It's not like we won't talk or anything. (laughs) So I'll be lonely. No, I'm just joking. We'll keep company, Jose. (laughs) Yes, yes. You you guys saw our army. So thank you so much. That's what's uplifting me. MBTS as well, but That's how about fun. you, Roseanne? How are you doing? Same. I guess me and Jose have been a mess over the weekend, and probably you guys as well, because, <laughs> you know, this comeback with streaming and everything, I know we were trying our best. I can't wait to, like, talk about all of our achievements. Let me give yes. you guys a weekly update on my plants, though. They'd be yes. thriving. So far, actually, just kidding. One is not thriving. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, I recently bought, I don't know, you guys are gonna be like, what is that? Please Google it. It's called a neon pothos. Alright, it's like super neon bright green. Um, it's I noticed some of the leaves were dying and I was like, okay, hold up, let me see. Because I just bought this plant through offer up and I realized the roots weren't growing. So now you can actually save plants by throwing them into like water and just having them grow roots through water. So that's a tip for you guys. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, basically, I threw them in water and hopefully they'll grow roots and I could replant it back in soil. But that's my uh, weekly update of plants. That was so funny, though, how you're like, I mean, they've been thriving. You're like, you know, actually, that was a lie. That was a <laughs> lie. Yes, literally yesterday. I it was dying. Uh, it's not my fault, though. Okay, I bought it like that. But <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. So as we mentioned, Dynamite dynamite has been released oh my God. the song and the music video so we've been busy you mm. know supporting the guys streaming watching listening all of that and above yeah. um i mean first up before we get into like these specific statistics and numbers and yes. achievements with the song because we have so many already what did you think about the song and the music video roseanne 
So first of all, I was a little bit nervous because I'm not sure if you guys are really familiar with like my taste of music. I love all of BTS's songs, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a little like iffy with like super pop bubblegum kind of vibes. But this was mm-hmm. more retro, and I when I was listening to it, literally, I I, I got emotional because I was like, oh my god, I love this song, mm-hmm. and uh, just the whole vibe. Of it, the song actually, I was surprised that the rappers didn't rap in it. I thought that was really, like, it caught me off guard because I didn't really catch uh-huh. it the first time around because I was just like jamming to it. But when I stopped and like, uh-huh. oh my god, wait, <laughs> the rappers didn't rap. Um, but the song flowed so well, and I could see why they kept it that way. And it's mm-hmm. just, it made me genuinely made me happy. And I think that was their goal through it. Obviously, you know what I mean. The music video, though, ooh, let's talk about visuals, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a really strong OT7 type of music video for me. All of them got to shine. Um, uh-huh. Of course, the one of uh, the, the one that kept attacking me this time around was V, obviously. But it's because his forehead. I blame his mm-hmm. forehead. Um, <laughs> he was coming for me, but. It was fun. It really was fun. It was. I didn't really have to think about theories and all that. It was something for me to just sit down and enjoy. So, how about you, Jose? Yeah, that's one of the things that um, kind of was a, like a ref- not a refresher, something fresh, I should say. Mm-hmm. That we really didn't have to think about theories, yeah. and I feel like that was the main point in releasing this type of song because they even said it themselves that it's. To bring happiness and uh, smiles during this time, you know, because everybody's, you know, having a hard time with this whole pandemic mm-hmm. situation. And so that was their goal in releasing a fun summer disco pop yeah. song to, you know, make us happy and uplift us. And I think it did just that. Like, it, it truly is uplifting and it's so fun they had so much fun you can tell right off the bat like with their expressions in the video the colors in the video the dances Mm -hmm. so like even them saying like the dances they're like it's not that hard because we want our viewers to be able to like do them as well true so it's just uplifting and i i said this a lot in my in my reaction i was like we needed this like this is something we needed at this time and so it just worked perfectly you know and just the song itself, it's like you like you said, it's so fun. I, when I heard it, I actually also didn't catch that at first, like the rapper. So I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. They all sang. Like it was, there was no like rap, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so I just, I, I, I mean, but it, it just flowed. Like they worked well, mm-hmm. you know, the rapper singing as well. As far as the music video goes, I mean, visuals, it's... <laughs> every single guy looks amazing. I The sets, you know they had to build this because, I mean, I don't think they were, like, on location or yeah. anything. <laughs> you know, they had to, like, build it for them. For sure. And I was just like, oh, my God, they went all out for this because it's like that... The whole disco club, the the diner... The basketball court, like everything was just so perfect to go with the summer vibes. And I mean, we could talk about visuals all because the guys look uh, freaking amazing. I was being dragged left and right, even though I'm a jungle bias. I was being dragged every other direction. So 
Yeah, I, I could I could say I was biased Rick throughout the whole entire video. <laughs> I loved it though. It, it's such a good song too. Like it it really is such a good it song. Is. It's it's already one of my faves, y'all. Already one of my faves. Same. And it's like I'm gonna be honest with you guys, like like after streaming it like hundreds and thousands of times, I still don't get tired of the song. Like that's the exactly. type of song it mm-hmm. is. And so they nailed it. Girl, and the instrumental is so Ooh, good. The bass? Oh, I, I was going to mimic mm-hmm. that bass, but I can't make bass noises. <laughs> like, okay, girl, stop. Sorry. <laughs> you better keep that in. You better keep that in. <laughs> I regret it now. I was just kidding. Oh, whatever makes you guys laugh, you know? <laughs> but I guess we weren't the only ones that genuinely didn't mind listening to it like 100,000 times because we beat mm-hmm. so many records with it you guys it was unbelievable um first of all for those who haven't been like up to date we beat the record of the most viewed music video in the first 24 hours we got a hundred and one point one million views jose Yay. that's insane i'm not gonna lie though um when we were in the process of streaming it and when the 24 hours were up it ended around like uh-huh. 98 million and I, right you know yeah. i was sad and everything because i'm like oh man our goal was 100 million but apparently they tacked on the 3 million or so that was from the premiere because i believe that wasn't added mm-hmm. on yet so i was like thank gosh like you know yeah that was like Honestly, a surprise because ARMY, we are used to seeing a less amount of views. Right? (laughs) Like, we know by history now that, like, these comebacks, they get views deleted. Mm. They don't get added on. So the fact that they added the 3 million, we were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We need confirmation. And the fact that we got the confirmation, it's confirmed, guys. If you go to the YouTube blog, the official blog, they have it on there. If you look at articles, they have a representative or a spokesperson from YouTube confirming this information. 101.1 million. And not only is that also record-breaking, this is history, guys. Nobody can take that away from BTS. Like, BTS are the first artist in history to have broken the 100 million view count in 24 hours. That's insane. That's amazing. Holy. So, congratulations, BTS and ARMY. Thank you for your hard work. Yes. We did Mm -hmm. it. I of course, I want to like brag to my like my neighbors. <laughs> hey guys, I'm scared. <laughs> your neighbors are like, "Girl, take care of your plants. They're dying. <laughs> They're dying. I see them through your window. It needs help." <laughs> no, that is so sad. So not only did we reach a record-breaking milestone with views, and we're still hitting them, yes. guys, because we're already so close to 200 million, and that's going to be in record time as well. But we also have passed the 100,000 unit sales mark for Dynamite. And that's not even counting Weavers or the website sales. This is counting only iTunes and Amazon. So who knows what the total count is. And this is only the beginning of the week, y'all. Like the tracking week has not ended. So there's plenty more to come. That's amazing, y'all. Over 100,000 sales already. Yeah, that's insane. We're like at the top of the iTunes chart and everything as well. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine because a lot of us armies 
we literally sold out like the vinyls count right the vinyls the cassettes oh count. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and a lot of the people were struggling on like redeeming their codes for the song and apparently right, though that's true. apparently mm-hmm. though they say that um I, I guess as long as you purchase it it's okay even if you didn't get the chance to redeem it because they're struggling to send out those codes i'm not sure Right. I gotta confirm. But that's crazy though, Roseanne, because I bought the digital and I got the email. <laughs> oh, yeah, same. I got lucky. So, like, some people didn't and some people did. So, I'm like, what happened? You know, I mean, it's good that they're gonna count them regardless, but I do hope that everybody who still is waiting for their email to download it. Like, they get it soon? Because, I mean, they paid for it, so you want to get the content that you paid for, so. But we're, like I said, we're waiting on a lot of things because this is it hasn't even been a week yet since the song is out. Mm -hmm. And we're already beating all of these records. And so far, they have become the biggest debut on Spotify for global charts in 2020 with seven, let me say this, 7.77 million (laughs) I was, I when I saw the numbers, I'm like, wait, hold what? <laughs> 7.77. So I thought it was kind of funny how it was like 7.77 because y'all know this is a seven years with seven members and their map of the soul, seven. I so I was like, that's our lucky number. We hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> they literally own the number seven they now. They <laughs> do. The, the meaning of seven is BTS. Just kidding. <laughs> But as we're talking right now, charts are still updating. This has been the third day. Now, I don't exactly know what Mm -hmm. this means, you guys, when they say like filtered and unfiltered. But the Mm 7.77 was filtered. We're at 19 plus million filtered streams, I believe. But then Mm -hmm. unfiltered is 29.5 million. So I don't really know exactly what like the filtered, unfiltered thing means. Okay, so I looked it up, Roseanne, and basically unfiltered equals streams that show on Spotify but on desktops. Mm -hmm. And filtered are legitimate streams that show on Spotify's Global 200 charts, which do count for the real charts. Uh, So when streams are being filtered, it's because Spotify removes them because they are being considered as spam streams. Like... People streaming it incorrectly, like looping it, mm. repeating, you know. So similar to like YouTube. I guess right? acting like bots there or whatever. There you go, yeah. yeah. So, you know, remember you guys try to add like songs in between. And they, they say, I don't know if this is true, you guys. Like they say to stream other mm-hmm. artists' songs to make it seem like it's, you know, a legit person listening. Right. So I get it, you know. I don't know if this is like 100% like the correct way of streaming. But I just don't loop the song i know you can't help it i know i can't help it sometimes mm-hmm. i'm like can i listen to it again for the, and like, i don't i time? really don't think that's fair because i think it's okay if we want to listen to it again like that's a legitimate stream yeah. because we want to listen to it again that's like come on fans would want to listen to it again but you know that's just how charting and whatever yeah so so moving on to more achievements for bts's dynamite as we all know they've been going hard for radio Mm -hmm. radio play and guys this number that i'm about to give y'all is only for the first day the release day of dynamite dynamite got a total of 1700 spins in the u.s And to give you like a perspective boy with love only had 900 on its release day Unfortunately, these won't be officially added to the radio station rotations until Tuesday. Yeah. But that's 
that's allegedly right or is that official i think so i mean the radio djs were kind of mentioning that it won't be added till tuesday because i guess the rotation of like the the tracking sorry the tracking doesn't start Mm -hmm. until monday till sunday so unfortunately uh the first day of the spins don't count towards the charts but they promised that they would play bts this week so mm, we shall see we shall see do you think they will count them though because i always saw for other artists because a lot of a lot of other big artists get those power hours where it's like they repeat the song for every hour of the day and once they do add the spins on the charts it sounds like they do it for them so that's why i'm like why not BTS? Right, I'm not really familiar with the whole like radio play stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm um, Brian actually. Our last interview, uh, he's a lot yeah. more familiar with these things. So we we follow him on um, Twitter to keep updated with all mm-hmm. these like news. So I don't know. Hopefully, it does eventually count like the first day of the spins. But also, hopefully, mm-hmm. the radio yeah. stations like because I would think that that's the only yeah exactly, and I think that's only fair because why would they go so hard for radio if they're not even going to be counted for you yeah exactly and so i guess we shall see you guys i mean fingers crossed i'm trying not to like hope for too much i guess you would say that uh but i really do hope these uh djs kind of like they keep their promise and play bts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so this is kind of funny though jose because um literally as we're recording they dropped the dynamite b-side music video today Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny. I was laughing because I was like, oh, man, we had all these, like, theories as to what B-side was going to be. <laughs> I know. But, Jose, what did you think about it? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I started off my video saying we're finally going to see what this B-side is all about. Uh? Is it going to be a new version of the song or a completely new video? Is it going to be both? Is it What is this? And... To our surprise, well, I guess it's not a surprise because this is one of our theories that it was going to be a different kind of video, but the same song. Yeah, so yes. that is that it did turn out to be that it's literally the same song, guys, Dynamite, but it's a completely different video, more footage because the actual video is longer than the official music video, mm-hmm. only by like 30 more seconds. So we have like 30 more seconds of footage, but basically it was like an outtake blooper raw chaotic all mixed into one version yes (laughs) of bts's dynamite and i loved it oh my god if you guys thought the official music video was so fun and cute and uplifting i mean this b-side is like times two times three (laughs) because i honestly feel and a lot of people commented and are saying this and i do feel the same way that the official music video was more for like the masses you know the general public Mm -hmm. uh, for the song to you know premiere and stuff but i feel like this b-side was kind of like for army because we know how they are we know their personalities and i feel like this was more like oh my god like this is so them this is like their other side of bts you know um i loved it it's so fun it's it just puts a smile on your face it just makes your day and I, I, I love that they added so many, like, I guess, bloopers, you would say. But, I mean, what did you think, Rosa? Well, that's how I felt, too, Jose. I felt like this was literally just 
for ARMY. We know how they are. And it was just a lot more fun to see. It was kind of like a blooper type of um, behind the scenes type of music video. Mm-hmm. Especially the ending. Like, I'm so happy they left those scenes <gasps> yes. in. Uh, it makes me more excited to see like the behind the scenes video that they usually make separately. Um, <gasps> You're right. Oh my God. I totally forgot that we still have that. Yeah. That is so cool. I can't wait oh my to God. get that. Um, we kind of saw a little bit of their set during like the whole the seven minute interview video that they dropped recently. Mm-hmm. But I want to see like, you know, mm-hmm. th- like Jose mentioned, I think in another earlier in this episode, like it was just all like fun. It was just them having fun in a lot of scenes mm-hmm. so i can't wait to see behind the scenes for that but i was just cracking up because i'm like yo we thought it was gonna be like one of the remixes or a whole new version <laughs> a korean version <laughs> it's literally girl you all remember you also said um and i think i agreed with you that this is gonna be like a theory one yeah like this is gonna give us theories like what if the first one was just more for like general public and then this one's like theory based that's hilarious but um yeah that's that's what makes well uh, what's that speculating all these theories fun and just <laughs> discovering mm-hmm. it yeah. not even being close to it i mean kind of, we were kind of close it is a different version yeah but honestly it adds to the hype and i feel like it works in their favor because we're that much more excited to learn what it is very you true know? very true so add this music video into the rotation when you are streaming the original dynamite music video because this also does yes. count towards the t- uh top 100 or the yeah the charts the hot 100 sorry yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um i think each guy is gonna get i'm i'm pretty sure because at this point we have rm and jimin's uh lip sync mm-hmm. to dynamite videos mm-hmm. um and if you guys haven't checked them out add those to to your rotations because they are the official song so those also count for the charts as well yes yes oh yeah for sure another one to add to your rotation though you guys if you didn't know yet the edm and acoustic remix has been dropped it's all on punkton tv so mm-hmm. yeah have that to your rotation there's just a lot more they're making it easier for us to stream to be honest <laughs> right because so. even if they're remixes they count for the original song as yeah well. they do so it all helps and it's all mm-hmm. topping the charts it's crazy we all we see like the dynamite the instrumental the edm and acoustic remix for like the itunes chart yeah they got an itunes all kill right <laughs> they there are. that's hilarious <laughs> yes and then we also have guys we i don't know if you guys knew but on the website mm-hmm. the bts-082120.com website all of the countdowns that we knew about ended, but then when the last one ended, they added a new countdown. So this last countdown has ended by now, but it was basically announcing a lip sync party video submission uh, uh, event, if you want to call yeah. it. And basically, if you guys want to participate, you simply have to submit a video of you lip syncing to Dynamite. Uh, you can do a YouTube video, you can input the YouTube link, or you can simply uh, submit the original video without posting it anywhere else. Uh, but basically, we don't have exact rules on it mm-hmm. i don't know why columbia didn't give us rules yeah that all we know is it's still open <laughs> we don't know if it has to be the entire song we don't know when we have the last day that we can submit those we don't know if it has to be horizontal or vertical, vertical video. Frankly, 
we <laughs> we don't know if it can if it can be edited like can we throw in some graphics or not can it just be raw we don't know nothing other than they just want video so the only thing i think to safe to say guys is just do a lip sync if you want to just do a lip sync of you doing this or lip syncing to the song uh from start to beginning without anything added, you know, like graphics or cuts or anything like that, just to be safe, you know, because in case they don't go for that and they want like more raw army videos like that, I think that's the best um, thing the safer to way do. to go. Oh, by the way, yeah. the only rules that we know is um, it can only be U.S. Uh, Oh yes, residents. Yes, yes. yes, so you have to be living mm-hmm. in the U.S. You guys, I, I'm sorry for those who are, are like international armies that wanted to submit it. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a way for them to not be overloaded with videos. I'm not sure, but there. I actually, you know what? It's also because of rules. They like it shows you all of like um, things that have to do with the law. Like, and if you submit a mm-hmm. video for somebody, you could be in trouble for that apparently you know what i mean like there's just things right. there's so much tacked onto it when it comes to like using other people's videos or um, submitting your own videos so just keep that in mind yeah guys it's it's <laughs> yeah it's not something that's light like there's terms and conditions you guys should read that like this isn't nothing to like play with yeah. <laughs> like roseanne said you do not want to get in trouble for something that you sh- that's not that you know yeah, don't don't get in trouble. Stay safe. I'm sorry though, but you know we shall see. Uh, like Jose said, there was literally no instructions to this. Uh, I don't even mm-hmm. know when this video is gonna come out. When's the due date? But try to send it as soon as possible and the safe way that right. like Jose recommended sending it. Right. Do you want to say the website? The website? Oh, I thought you said the website already in the beginning, right? Oh, I did? Yeah, you did. I grow out on you, Yeah, you're like, BTS-082120.com. Okay, cool. Okay. cool. <clears throat> so those were the updates we had for today. Let's start our favorite segment, Love Army, where we read letters written by you guys. If you want to submit your letter or voice recordings, please email them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. And don't feel discouraged if we haven't read your letter yet, because we could always read it in our future episodes. So we got a letter from Dwi Raranisa. I apologize if I didn't say your name correctly, but they said, Hello, Roseanne and Jose. I'm Dwi Raranisa from Indonesia. You can call me Rara. First of all, I wanted to start by saying thank you to you guys for always lightening up my days with your podcast. I want to share a recent story about my struggle of being in ARMY and also how much BTS bring an impact on me. In 20 years of my life, people always told me what to do for every aspect of my life. I've always been highly monitored and judged for every action and decision that I made. That makes me feel like I'm less of a person and more like a robot. People said that look depressed. Well, I think I was. I enjoy drawing so much and that's how I met BTS. My friends introduced me to the boys but I wasn't really into K-pop back then. But when I saw a lot of beautiful fan arts about BTS on Twitter and Pinterest, I found myself fall in love rapidly with their visuals. But later, I found out that the seven of them are unique in personality. Plus, they are all so passionate about what they do. 
I learned from our boys that I should be confident and pursue my passion instead of doing what everyone expects me to do. I also learned that I am my own person and love yourself is not just the cheesy quote you often find in Pinterest. I started to draw again despite my parents' glare every time I pick up my pencil. I keep listening to their songs even though everyone around me keeps telling me that K-pop is too overrated. I started not to care and try my best to be my own person again. And every day, I fell in love deeper with BTS. They are my happy pills, and I wish happiness for them too. Thank you for reading my letter. Love you guys so much. Sincerely, Rara. Aww, oh, yay. Thank you. Thank you for submitting your letter. And I'm glad that um, you're just trying to be your own person. And that's what BTS mm-hmm. is trying to teach us. And so it's amazing to know that you have the courage to do that. And yeah, don't don't mind what people say, you know, because they're not the ones yeah. who's going to make you happy. You are the one that's going to make yourself happy. So Yeah, and Rara, I'm there with you. I've said it a lot recently in my videos that BTS have inspired me to keep being myself Mm -hmm. and not care what people think or say about me because at the end of the day they are not paying your bills (laughs) they have you don't have to report to them you have you don't owe them anything who wants to be like everybody else you want to be your unique and beautiful self so keep doing yourself rara so welcome back to interlude army today we're interviewing an award-winning celebrity interviewer liam McEwen. thanks for having me i i I was i was just saying off air that i absolutely love what you guys do so thank you so much for being such a great voice for the army thank you so much thank you (laughs) it's so cool to be here as well after like looking at your stuff and hearing your voice it's so cool to actually be able to see you that's like that's how i feel so (laughs) to actually talk to someone it must be a weird feeling it really is but a good unique feeling i guess that you can mm-hmm. say i like so. to hear like that <laughs> yeah thank you so much for taking your time to join us i know you're in a tight schedule so thank you for fitting us in your schedule liam of course um, Sorry, so... usually i wouldn't have lots of things to do but um, we're about to drop a brand new bts interview um what? so everything is is going <laughs> crazy and that's one of the reasons oh. i wanted to speak to you today i was saying is because it, it's, it's a great time to talk about obviously dynamite talk about yes. this new interview and mm-hmm. what's going on with the boys Yes, and I, I cannot wait to hear like yes. your experience with mm-hmm. this recent interview. So, can't wait. Can't wait. So, first off, what do you think about BTS's new single, Dynamite? I mean, it literally just came out today. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely mind-blowing. When I saw the teaser for the first time, uh-huh. um, I, I, I turned to my friends who, who I was with, and I was like, I, this is, I, I have never been so excited for a single release in my life. Mm-hmm. Like... I felt like this moment was so monumental for BTS, if that makes sense. This is the biggest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. This is, it just seems like the right song. It seems like the right moment. It seems like the right time. Mm-hmm. As they say, the world needs something like this right now. They need a little yeah. pick-me-up. And I feel like who better to do that than, than BTS? So I love it. And of course, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so to see all of the MJ influence in, uh-huh. in the Dynamite video, like, mm-hmm. it, it was made for me. It really was. I actually got done watching your um, Brian Burns interview, and it's amazing. I didn't know you were such an amazing dancer, 
It, the the like he has done like right. Michael Jackson dance covers, and I know how much Michael Jackson means to you. So that's why I was like trying to ask. I was wondering what you, how you felt about them oh. incorporating his moves into it. So. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Well, thanks for watching that Brian interview. Brian's a cool guy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, dancing is one of my early on passions, and obviously with my love for Michael, it was just like I wanted to be able to like as a seven year old, I was like I want to be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's <laughs> the same feeling for people with army; they want to learn the dance steps. So that was just me with Michael, and so now even before obviously Dynamite being a huge BTS fan, but now with this single in particular, my eyes literally just like I can't stop looking at this. You know what I mean? Like. When I, and when I, saw the, when I saw the teaser alone and I saw them do the MJ kick, I was like, this is my theme song. This is my song. <laughs> I feel you on that. Um, now, you did mention that you are going to drop a new interview with BTS promoting Dynamite. Um, could you give us any sneak peek on it before you Yeah. Go? Well, by the time <laughs> this airs, by the time uh -huh. the podcast airs, it should be out. Yes. Uh, so I hope everyone who's listening enjoyed it. Um, essentially, this is the first time, obviously, with everything going on in the world, I haven't actually been able to be with the guys. Mm -hmm. um, so we did it on Zoom, just like this. Um, so that was an interesting experience. I hadn't done many Zoom interviews before. I'd done one before with Tomorrow By Together, so I kind of like oh, knew what to expect. But um, this was obviously a whole nother ball game because they're BTS. Do you know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So there's a whole lot of preparation and behind the scenes that goes into making sure everything runs smoothly. Um, mm -hmm. I had to wake up at like, it was around, I woke up at like 3.45 in the morning to do it. Um, because obviously with the time difference and the time zone, it right. was something like it was like 9 or 10 p.m. Um, in Korea where they were, which uh, equaled, yeah, an ungodly hour in the morning here. But it was worth it. You know, it was one of those of things. That I remember when I was talking to their team about it and they were saying, are you going to be okay to, you know, wake up in the morning and do it? I was like, you know what? I would do it no matter what time I will get up and do this interview. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, there's, I will, I will down as many coffees as I can to make sure I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a fun morning for sure. Um, but of course we spoke about dynamite. Um, mm -hmm. We talked about the choreography, obviously with the Michael influence, I was interested in that. Mm -hmm. um, we spoke about, let me think. I can't believe I've forgotten. I've been watching it so many times, putting it together. <laughs> That's what uh, oh, we spoke about actually one of the questions I asked them and something that I was, you know, uh, interested to, to find out from them mm -hmm. was as a group, you know, they've been together for seven plus years, you know, mm -hmm. um, what I wanted to know was why now felt right for an English song. Mm. Um, because there are so many people, you know, people have been asking, throughout those seven years different interviewers not me but different interviewers yeah. can ask where's the, where's the english song are you gonna do a song in english da, 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 all that jazz yeah um so i guess my question to them was why why now why did why did you choose to wait seven years and 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 why was now the right time and i thought nam june's mm -hmm. answer was really nice you know he said that with everything going on um it just seemed like a fun up-tempo song to put a smile on people's faces mm -hmm. and um yeah, I, I, I agree. And they said that when they first heard the demo, they didn't change much from it. So uh, the demo was in English. And when they heard the English demo, they were like, mm -hmm. why would we change this? This is too good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's yeah. what it is. Um, and that's what you hear on here on the final track. Um, wow. So yeah, we had a we had a fun chat. Um, we also talked a little bit about um, 
burn the stage, not burn the stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, break, break, break the, the silence. silence. Yeah, I, there's, there's a lot of BTS. So. I know, there's so many different <laughs> ones. Burn the stage, break the silence, be on the scene. There's so many different things. Um, <laughs> yes, break the silence. We spoke about break the silence. Um, Jin kind of gave us like a little behind the scenes of, of what we can expect. He said it, it shows, I guess, the behind the scenes of the Love Yourself, Speak Yourself tour, as well as their day-to-day mm-hmm. life. So awesome. managed to fit quite a lot within to a small time frame yeah. uh, that we given. Um, and, and, and as I say, it was like 10 o'clock at night for them. So yeah. I felt bad. I was, I was thinking like, boys, this is probably like the last thing you wanted to be doing right now. But uh, <laughs> props to them for, for doing it. They're, they're troopers for sure. Well, thank you to you as well, uh, because we enjoy your interviews a lot, Liam. And you're one of those that we trust. Army trusts. The Army loves you. So you. I'm so glad you were able to fit all those questions in oh, the, the, a lot of time. It was, yeah, it was really, it, it's really nice. And that's a nice compliment, you know, coming from a, a member of the Army. Because as I say, I myself am a huge Army. Um, mm-hmm. And that happened probably just after my second interview with the guys. Um, the first interview was at the Billboard Awards. And the second one, I went to a, a house that they were staying in here in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had, I had quite a lot of time with them. It was probably the most time I've ever been able to spend oh. with them. I was in that room for about an hour. Um, wow. The interview took, I guess, like 20 minutes. And then after that, we were just talking, you know, feeling out the vibe. And it was cool. It was cool to be able to, to get to know them as guys rather than just yeah. BTS. True, uh, true. I think that's one of the things that intrigued me so much. Because I was just like, man, these guys, like, they're on top of the world, you know, but, but they just seem so normal um Mm -hmm. and as a celebrity interviewer as someone who deals with celebrities all the time it's hard to find sincerity and it's hard to find uh yeah authenticity you know what i mean um because a lot of people just go put their smiley face on for the interview um Mm -hmm. but that's not who they are and i'm very happy to to say that bts are definitely exactly who you expect them to be wow I'm really happy to hear that. Also, a lot of people have been talking about their experiences. Also mentioning that the friendship between the boys are actually, it's you, it's genuine. You know what yeah. I mean? And is that, is that, that's the experience that made you into a fan? That, that yeah. moment when you realized? Yeah, it was, it was, it was just like getting to, to see them interact. You know what I mean? Like laughing mm. with each other and joking with each other. Like even in this latest interview I've done, um, you know, some of the boys are just like, interacting with each other and it's like that's just so nice to see you know you spend so much time with each other you're in the middle of an interview and yet you still want to make jokes with, with the person <laughs> and that that that's just them and it's just it, it's really cool to see but of course yes that made me a fan but then you can't deny the talent that these boys have of course you know what i mean like i mean, i think the, the first music video i watched was not today and then the second mm-hmm. music this ages ago this is like 2017 early 2017 <laughs> And the second video I watched was Blood, Sweat and Tears. Oof. Both bangers, right? Yeah. Both yeah. Sensational songs and music videos. Um, and I was with one of my guy friends, you know? And, no. and he was like, he was like, he's not usually into, he's like into like rock music. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's what I mean by like a guy friend. <laughs> um, a manly man. Um, and we were watching it. And, and even he was like, captivated by by this talent so and that's another thing that i've learned i guess through being in the fandom and and, and Mm -hmm. getting no army and and meeting people like you guys and you know the people that might come up to me at a a bts show or wherever we we may be there's really no 
peak demographic for the boys, if that makes sense. There's really not mm-hmm. one lane that you could say that they're in. Just mm-hmm. because I went to KCON and I had grandmothers coming up to me. Right. You know what I mean? I've had like, I've, I've been in the supermarket and like a five-year-old girl has come up to me and said, oh, you're BTS. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Yeah. there really is no, I don't know what the word is. There really is no like deciding on who their, mm-hmm. um, their fan base can be because it's literally just so universal. It really is. And I'm glad that you pointed that out because that's something that we're also trying to share with the general public um, just to get that stereotype, I guess, out of their head that it's not just teenage screaming fangirls. And it's, it's, that's another thing, too. There's nothing wrong with being a teenage girl loving something. You know what I mean? It's all screamed at concerts before. Do you know what I mean? So like, right. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's good. Good for you for doing that because, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing an article or a or a reporter talking about, you know, the screaming fans and the this and the this. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But the, the army in particular are a lot more than screaming fans. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but this, this fan base guys, like it's, it's seriously a movement and it's mm-hmm. something that I am so moved to be a part of. And, and when you were saying, you know, you were saying the army respect my interviews, that, that, that hits home. That means so much just because like, I know, what it's like to be an army and i know how i guess the stereotype of of fans can be i know how the stereotype of 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 everything can be for the fans listening and i'm sure they're probably wondering the same thing is there any like behind the scene moments with bts that it was not caught on camera or that hasn't been shared yet that you want to talk about one of my i guess favorite moments to to like think back to um was when I first found out that Namjoon had been to New Zealand. Um, that was fascinating to me because New Zealand is a very small country of like mm. just under 5 million people. So coming from that country, I never expected that I would move over to Los Angeles. A mm-hmm. Korean band would then come to Los Angeles and then one of the members would tell me that he studied in New Zealand. Like that to me was just so mind-blowing. It was just like, right. how on earth? Yeah. That, that connection happen. Right. Um, so off camera, Nam June and I just spoke for a good like maybe like twenty minutes about New Zealand, about um, his experience there. He stayed in Rotorua, which is a place that I used to go for family vacations a lot when I was younger. <laughs> um, and he he studied there. He wasn't there for that long. Like I want to say like three or so months, but mm-hmm. um, it was enough to leave an impact on him. And then of course, obviously, recently they went to New Zealand for Bon Voyage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw them at Jingle Ball, that was that they'd literally just come back from from New Zealand. Yeah. So I was able to talk to them then and be like, "What did what did you think?" You know, because the other boys hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. It was nice to be able to speak to them about moments like personal things like that, like my yeah. country, because it, I know how much it means to them to talk about you know their culture and their you know. Mm-hmm. So to to have that back was it was a nice moment for for Aww. me. Yeah. That's really cool, and that's something that <laughs> hopefully um, I'm I'm glad that they had the chance to visit New Zealand, and I loved seeing the scenery. Not gonna lie, because I grew up in Alaska, um, New Zealand looks so much. <laughs> I'm not hating on Alaska, but New Zealand was so beautiful compared yeah, to like it's gorgeous. <laughs> I'm sure Alaska is absolutely stunning. I'm I'm biased. I think New Zealand is the coolest place. Yeah, in the no. World. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the coolest place in the world. I um I'm so lucky to. So I guess be from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely, uh, 
helped me out in, in, in many ways to be from New Zealand, obviously like an accent. It's a great conversation starter. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. But then also uh, it's, it sucks right now because obviously America is the home of COVID and there's no yeah. place I would rather be right now than back in New Zealand. So, right. Yeah, it's one of those situations. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I hope I can travel one day over there, but I don't think that's any going to happen. Anytime. I know. Like, I remember in March when everything started, I was just like, oh, like, um, oh, this will only last us like four months. Everyone's yeah. going to wear a mask. Everyone's going right. to be fine. But right. little do we, we know that there, there are some... Um, there are some real assholes that yeah. uh, don't like to abide to rules. Yes. And Lord, um, let's just hope things get better soon. But I thought the same too. I'm like, oh, summer? Oh, I'll be gone by then, you know. My birthday's but... in November. So I was like, oh, by November, we're going to be sweet. But I'm doubting that. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. Happy it's early okay. birthday, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I always, um, my friends are always complaining, like all of my mates that I've had that have had birthdays, I guess in the last few months who haven't been able to do anything, they're all complaining. They're like, Oh, um, I haven't been able to like celebrate my birthday. I'm like, you know what? You know who else hasn't been able to celebrate their birthday? Anyone this year. Stop complaining. <laughs> so I'm not going to complain about being able to miss my birthday. So, so many, so many so... important things are going on right now. My birthday is not one of them. Oh my gosh. That's so true though. <laughs> It's so true. Like mine just passed. So yeah, I wasn't able to do anything. <laughs> Happy belated. What did you get to do? Oh, thank you. Um, nothing. nothing. We just ate dinner and that's. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I guess I'm thankful to be alive. You know, be healthy. Go. So that's a gift in itself. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you've done another year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now you mentioned you've also interviewed TXT along with BTS. Have you? felt any pressure interviewing them now that you've interviewed them so much you know like do you still feel some type of pressure or is it easier now that's a really good question because yesterday i was putting a lot of pressure on myself yeah. with, mm. with this latest interview specifically because it was you know it was on zoom um which is very different for me as an interviewer um because mm-hmm. my interview style from you know as you know from seeing my stuff it's like i like to be you know Yes. Like this. Yeah. I like to talk, I like to have fun, I like to interact with the members, I like to da 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 da. Yeah. So to be able to do it like this was 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 a different experience. But mm-hmm. um also the fact that uh you know it is BTS and I am a fan. Um and as a fan I know what I would want to see in an interview. Mm-hmm. Um so I just want to live up to that expectation for, mm-hmm. for myself and for the army because as you say, army army trust me and I'm lucky to be in that position and I know how lucky I am to be in that position. So I don't want to, I don't want to mess that up. Um, I don't think I would, but then that's just, that's just something that like in your head, it, you just, you yeah. just, you just put a lot of pressure on. It's pressure. It's not nerves. So like mm. nerves and interviewing celebrities, I don't get nervous. Oh. Um, I just put pressure on myself to make it as good as possible. Got it. Wow. If that makes sense. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And that makes, that's why you're such a good interviewer. <laughs> I believe because you know, I know. like yeah I um I I believe that if I like the content people will like the content that's how exactly. I like it if I'm not proud of a piece of content like I was doing something the other day and my hair just wasn't right and <laughs> someone was saying to me you know what no one's gonna like no one. and I'm like okay you might be right that no one else is gonna comment about my hair but if I'm gonna watch this content back uh-huh. I want to be happy with it so and it's it's also uh, just being a perfectionist any there anyone that's 
anyone that's somewhat creative would know, as I'm sure you guys are with your show, like you've, you've, you're a perfectionist. Do you know what I mean? You just want to make sure everything's as perfect as possible. Why would you want to put your name on something that's not great? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Huh, that's a something that we think about all the time when we do our uh, not in- interviews, but uh, like YouTube videos. Like we are perfectionists, and that's something that I could totally understand. Right. So, huh? Very interesting. Now, before interviews with large groups and artists, especially BTS, and and there's a lot at stake. How do you craft all these like new questions? that'll be approved by like their staff and stuff. Like how does that process work? How does that work? That's a good question. Um, so for my first couple of interviews with them, there, there wasn't any like, I guess boundaries or anything that I had to talk about or they couldn't talk about. Mm. They were just like, don't interview them, which mm. was surprising considering, you know, they were newer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now as the, as the band's grown, and this isn't just BTS, this is every, k-pop group um, questions have to be uh yeah approved yeah. Um, so i'll have to send my questions in advance if they have any alterations usually they don't usually they're pretty good with um with with the questions mm-hmm. um and, and they'll just send them back and say yes or no to 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 whatever it may be um but I, th- that's what i'm when i was saying like i'm an army so what do i want to know yeah. <laughs> is what I put into my head as I'm writing things down. You know, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I, you know, millions and millions and tens of millions, fifties of millions of people around the world want to ask these people these questions mm-hmm. and I'm the lucky one that gets to do it. So uh, that's another, I guess, reason why there's a lot of pressure, but mm-hmm. that's another, uh, I guess that's how I craft my question. What would I like to know? Um, and also I have lots of other friends that are armies as well. So sometimes I might like run questions past them oh. and be like, you think this is good? Like, how's my wording here? Like, is this worded correctly? Um, because an interview question or my interview questions, I, I think of them as more than questions. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, the wording, it, it's all in the wording. Um, like I can turn a boring question interesting with good wording. Oh. Uh-huh. So for example, with, with uh, a recent interview I did, um, I, I, th- they sent questions to me to ask. Oh, interesting. That's not really my style. Yeah. Um, so, like, the, I changed one, like, their questions from, like, let's say a question was, uh, talk to me about your, talk to me about the song, right? <laughs> mm. I would evolve it into something like, um, so, of course, this is your first song in X amount of years that has done this, da 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 tell me about the song. Do you know what I mean? So oh. yeah. And something boring into something interesting with good wording at the start. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. That, yes. Yes. It's a good tip for us. Cause you know, we're also, me and Jose are learning how to come up with yeah. these questions and, and that's a really good tip. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, do, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. We're trying. <laughs> Thank you. We're trying. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're, it's definitely inspir- inspiring Liam because this is new for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I'm pretty sure Roseanne also. But um, it's it's sometimes it's tough, you know, like, oh, my God, like, I don't know if these in, uh, questions are going to be repetitive. Are they going to be right. boring? Are they going right. to be interesting? So I always feel like whenever I see interviews and I, I see the interviewee say, telling the interviewer, oh, that's a really good question. I'm like, see, I need to pick up on that because I feel it's something that they haven't been asked before. And right. 
that's the type of response that I would like, not just like uh, the same thing over and over. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. And and so, that's something else I do as well as I as I watch other interviews. You know, I don't mm-hmm. consider anyone competition. I don't. Yeah. You know, we're all well. I know other people do, but mm-hmm. I I'm just out here doing my own thing. Um, and I look to other people who are doing interviews for inspiration. Like for example, I'm a big fan of Zach Sang's work. And oh, his yes. BCF interviews, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I recently I sent him a message yesterday and I was like, man, I love your stuff. And we've been having a little chat. So it's things like that where um, I take, I take inspiration from other people. And I think as a creative that wants to get somewhere and not just get stuck in the same place, you have got to take inspiration from people and you can't be envious and you can't be jealous and you can't mm-hmm. be, you know, constantly trying to, you know, for a podcast, for example, you, you, you can aim to be the number one podcast, but if there's another podcast that's doing a similar thing, don't bag on them, take inspiration mm-hmm. from them. You know what I mean? What are they exactly. doing that you're not? What is, what are they doing that you could be doing better? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So use that, not really competition, but like a friendly motivation where you kind of grow from their, yeah, you grow from them. And I, that makes a lot of sense. And that's a good yeah. way to like actually I'll an interview with someone and I'll be like, dang, I wish I thought of that question. Like, I wish I asked that question. Or I wish that was mine. Do you know what I mean? But <gasps> yeah. It, it's, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's just take, yeah, it's inspiration. Got it. Definitely. Got it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope you're able to interview them in person soon. Again, Liam, right. because we enjoy them. Um, I hope we get to meet someday too, because I think you're like so cool. <laughs> and, um, I appreciate that. I'd love that. Do you ever come? Do you ever you you come to LA lots? Uh, no. Don't worry. We're gonna try to drag him. <laughs> we were trying to. I usually go to LA a lot, and for the upcoming like concert, we we're trying to bring Jose to LA as well. Yeah. Um. Ooh. I mean, that's not happening this year, but um, in the future, hopefully next year. Next when it year. does. When it does, when it does, please let me know because I'd love to hang out with you both. Awesome. Oh, oh for sure. Awesome. We're going to slide in yeah. your DMs. <laughs> yeah, slide in. Let, me, let me know when you're in town. For sure. Definitely. For sure. I'm excited for the concerts. I, obviously, we have no idea when they're going to be, but um, right. when they happen, it's going to be a magical moment for sure. It is. We just got to be patient. We got to wait a little bit, but um, for sure, it's going to be one of the most memorable concerts ever. I feel like it's going to be an emotional mess. Exactly. And they've had so much time to really craft a beautiful show. Exactly. Um, and it's not like they're not keeping us fed in the meantime. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've oh, got, yeah, <laughs> they're busy doing so much. Like in the interview, I asked them how they've been during the pandemic. And um, they say they have had a lot more downtime, obviously, more than mm. usual. But they've been busy. They've been working. They've been working on Dynamite. They've been rehearsing, you know, um, the world. COVID might stop the world, but it doesn't stop BTS. Exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't stop ARMY either because exactly. these oh records God. are Insane, bro. Met. Like, what was the record today? <laughs> like, how many views does that video have? Like, dang, bro. Like, crazy. When I saw yeah. that the teaser itself had, like, 50 million in X amount of hours, I was like... I know, it's just like, a teaser, too. Like, And it's just a teaser. Wow. And it was just a teaser. Like, they said five words, like, you know? <laughs> that's how like that's how crazy in a good way that we are like we're very uh passionate there you go passionate it's um it's amazing like it's so cool like it's um it's immediate love 
for for whatever it is. Like people will eat up immediately whatever is put out. Do you know what I mean? Like if they put mm. something out right now, every single army has heard it by the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> no funny. delay. No one's like, oh, I'm going to listen to it next week. Everyone uh -huh. who calls himself an army is listening to that right now. Right now. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we want to thank you so much, Liam, for taking your time and being here with us and answering our questions. And for anybody who would like to follow you on social media, where can they find you, Liam? Ooh, um, they can find me anywhere. I'm everywhere, I think. <laughs> um, I just started a TikTok, so I'm very new there. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'm very new there. Um, but everywhere, my at's just my name, just Liam McEwen. You can find me. Um, be my friend. If you if, like, if people ever see me out, please approach me. If people are scared to send me a tweet, please send me a tweet. Because as I say, I'm one of you. I um, I'm just as passionate as 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 the army are, and I just mm -hmm. want to see these guys win. Do you know what I mean? I want to see this fan base win. You know. Ooh, that's when you said win. I don't know why I thought of Grammys. Like it just flashed in my head because that's like our one Ooh, of our top goals. You know, go. we're aiming high. <laughs> yeah, aiming high. But as I said to them, when when Yungi said that in my interview um, that he wanted the Grammy, mm -hmm. I um, mm -hmm. I immediately said to him, I was like, look, mate, you can say that all you want, but just watch. Yeah. Like we like just you watch anything is possible for those guys i truly believe that they can do anything that they want and that is partially mostly because of just how good they are at what they do mm -hmm. um and also because the army is just whatever they say they want it's theirs but it, 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 it's, it's also like as you say or as we were saying like they're just so respectful of the band for example recently with the the black lives matter donation Oh, no. that the band made and big hit made the fans match that in less than 24 hours like i don't know a more powerful and respectful fan base exactly and it's and and and, and those donations weren't made because oh bts did i want to do it too mm -hmm. it's it's like bts are using their voice whether it be about loving yourself, whether it be about, you know, talking openly about Black Lives Matter movement, whatever it is, um, they encourage their fans to, to not just listen, but get involved. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just so powerful. And I, I can't name another artist who has that impact. Exactly. That's what I want to say. Like, armies weren't just doing that because we felt like BTS, because they, they just did that. It's because... It, that's how we were basically taught. I, I guess you could say that. Like, uh, we grew so much as, I could say for myself, I grew so much as an individual. I'm sure a lot of armies have felt that way as well. And we see the world in a different way now, thanks to BTS. And that's the reason why we all participated in that movement as well. Good for good for the army, seriously. Like, a, like a bunch of good people. Like, I, I feel like you don't need to know someone that well, but if they come up to you and say, they're an army you know that like you just there's that there's that connection yeah there. just know that you know you you get it you understand you're a good person um and you guys are you guys you both of you are great people so thank you so much for what you do for the army because thank like you, i appreciate it like i've seen you all over the place so you're making a stamp <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you that means a lot thank you so much sure. <laughs>
But yes, once again, Liam, you just you took the time to be out here with us, and we know how busy you are with the schedule, and we're looking forward to that interview with BTS because I'm sure uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, do you know how long that interview will come out to be on on uh, um, Disney? So I had I had about fifteen minutes with them, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. Altogether, the cut interview will probably be about six minutes, I would say. Oh, okay. Well, six minutes is going to be filled with a lot of amazing moments, I'm sure. <laughs> and good questions. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so, too. Well, it's interesting because, like, on the Zoom call, there's a lot that goes on. There's translations that have to happen. There's a whole oh. bunch of different things. Um, but they're great at speaking English. And they, they take turns on speaking English in this interview without assistance. So, they're, wow. they're, yeah, they're doing amazing. They're um. They've definitely been working on their English. That's awesome to hear. Now, I noticed that, too, that they've been working, especially with this single, you know, that they've been practicing so much mm-hmm. with their pronunciation. So it's really interesting to hear because, you know, it's also your first time doing, like, a Zoom interview with them. The fact that uh, I, I keep forgetting sometimes translators do have to come in and translate it. Um, very right. uh, just, just because out of curiosity, um, was the translator beside them or were, were they also in the Zoom call somehow? So they were out of the shot. So the translator would only come in if there was something that needed clarifying, oh. uh, which there there really wasn't. Um, it was mainly before and after when I was talking to everyone that a translator was needed. But during the interview, they were pretty pretty crisp. So, oh. or for example, a translator like if a boy would um, respond to me in Korean, obviously I don't understand Korean, mm-hmm. but yeah. then the translator would then translate it to me. Um, so the um, translator was mainly there to translate what they were saying to me, rather what I was saying to them. Ah, got it, got it. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, well, we're looking forward to that. And um, that should be out, well, for those who are listening, it's out already. So make sure to check that out on... Yeah, it's out now. So <laughs> check that out right now. <laughs> yes. Um, on YouTube, you guys, right? hopefully you get to see it. And I think hopefully tonight or tomorrow it'll come out. Yes, on Radio Disney. So make sure to check it out, Army. Thank you. Thank Thank you you both so much. Thank you, Liam. You guys are so lovely. Um, Please keep up the amazing work. You guys are seriously like a a great light for Army. So keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure to stay safe and healthy. Stay safe, yes. And hopefully in the future we get to meet up. Thank you so much. You too. Of course, please. Let's make it happen, okay? When (laughs) when coronavirus is gone and the shows are back, uh, mm-hmm. Let me know. And please come to one of the Rose Bowl shows because we've got to yes. hang out. For oh, sure. Yes. For sure. <laughs> okay, Jose. So what did you think about this episode? I loved it. <laughs> so simple. No, but truly, I did. Not only because we talked about the comeback and all the achievements that we've done and you know, just celebrating another comeback era for BTS. And it's still not over. Like, we're still getting a lot of things. So, I mean, it's just amazing to, you know, just see how much they've achieved and how much else, how much more they have to achieve. And the fact that we're, you know, doing this for them, it just makes me so happy and proud. And yeah. I could only imagine the guys' reactions to all these right? achievements as well. It's it's just uh, and and then also interviewing Liam and we know how much army loves him and how he asks so many great questions on how he interacts with the boys as well and how comfortable the boys are with him as well so just learning more about him and his interview style is also inspiring to me because we're also getting to do that with this podcast and you know just 
like stealing a little bit of his tips and tricks, you know, here and there to the, for future episodes that we have and interviews. Right. <laughs> But yeah, what did you think, Roseanne? I felt like I learned so much from talking to Liam. And it's like I got inspiration from all the tips that he gave us. Mm -hmm. And it's very true because, you know, we're, I guess we could consider ourselves interviewers. I don't know. It doesn't feel right when I say, oh, I'm an interviewer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, his tips really do help me. And I just feel very motivated or looking forward to the future. You know what I mean? Um, but yes. this was an amazing comeback, you guys. Uh, it's making me look forward already to like the upcoming future album that they're going to drop this year. Like I can't yes. imagine. But um, let's enjoy this festa, this party with Dynamite. It's amazing. Don't stress yourself out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, let's get going. <laughs> so to stay updated, follow us on Twitter at Interlude Army PD. That's Interlude Army PD. We also have an Instagram that is also Interlude Army PD. So make sure to follow us there. If you want to send any feedback or letters, please email us at interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. Yes. So that was our episode for this week, you guys. Make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you for tuning in and have an amazing week, you guys. Bye, Army. Bye, Army. Bye, Jose. Bye, Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Kim Namjoon, Kim Sojin, Min Yoongi, Jung Ho Seok, Park Jimin, Kim Tae Young.